How are we doing everyone? My name is Tim Doyle, aka Jim Doyle, and welcome to the eighth and final episode of Back on Top. This has been an incredibly fulfilling series to make, and I'm excited to put the finishing touches on it here today in this episode and explain how much I benefited from this whole experience in all aspects of my life. The most difficult part of this entire journey was that I got to a point where I never knew if or when I would actually get better. It's not like I could count down the days or be consistently certain that I would fully recover. Each day was its own individual battle and I just needed to blindly keep the faith. And I would always tell myself, just get through the day. So it was a special moment when I could go work out, have my pain start to decrease, and not have to tell myself, just get through the day. As I was driving to the gym for my second workout back since this all began, I actually got really emotional and started to cry. I'd say that was the first moment where it really sunk in like, man, I'm starting to beat this. I just went through so much pain, so much doubt, so much physical and mental stress, but I'm starting to beat this. Another major reason why I got so emotional is because I was so close to giving up to a certain extent. I thought about how close I really was to getting surgery. I can't even imagine what my life would look like right now if I went through with that. And this also gets into a much larger discussion. I wonder how many people get a surgery on their spine that maybe they didn't need to in the first place. I wonder how many people deal with serious amounts of back pain on a constant basis and have zero clue or hope of how they would get better. And I wonder how many people have gone through everything I have and believe that their lives will be defined by their back problems. When in reality, maybe they just have TMS. And I feel like there could be a big correlation between sports and TMS. I can't help but wonder that athletes like Tiger Woods have maybe suffered from TMS. And just to say it again explicitly, I'm not a doctor. I'm simply talking from my own opinion and experiences here. But when you personally have gone through something like this and then look at guys like Tiger Woods, it just really makes you wonder and think that maybe a guy like this has dealt with TMS and not just his regular back problems like we've been told. Tiger Woods has had five back surgeries, which is just absolutely wild to think of. In, and in my opinion, he also fits the mold of a person who would suffer from TMS. Ever since he was a little kid, he has been in the spotlight and has had to be perfect in all aspects of his life, especially on the golf course. 
And I'd say a sport like golf lends itself to being more prone to suffering from TMS too. You don't have any teammates, so everything is on your shoulders. And it's the ultimate game of perfection and the ultimate game of inches that will constantly test your mental strength and break you down. And who knows, maybe all these stressors on the course as well with all the stuff that he's dealt with in his personal life finally just caught up to him, which led to his back problems. Once again, this is all conjecture and theory, but it's interesting to think about, especially since I've never heard once or seen TMS reference in regard to sports. But I feel like it would be common for pro athletes to suffer from TMS or at the very least benefit from the lessons behind it. The other pro athlete that I'm even more inclined to think may be actively suffering from TMS is Ben Simmons. In March of last year, there was an ESPN article reporting that Ben Simmons suffered from a herniated disc in his back, and shortly after that, he got surgery right away. Also during that same time period, there were a lot of article articles about how Ben Simmons publicly addressed that he was dealing with mental health issues and was not in a good place mentally or emotionally. In March of this year, almost exactly one year after that article, there was another article written reporting that Ben Simmons would be shut down for the rest of the basketball season. And why was he shut down? Because of a nerve impingement in his back. Once again, I'm not saying that Ben Simmons is suffering from TMS but I think it has to at least be seriously considered. Who is Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons, he's a superstar athlete that must be perfect on and off the court or else he will be heavily critiqued. And in my opinion, Ben Simmons is one of the most heavily critiqued players in all of the NBA. He's come out and said he's had mental health issues and he has recurring back problems. To me, that sounds like all signs of TMS. And I'm sure there may be other athletes with similar stories who could relate. I'm not talking about this to make the argument that anyone who has ever had a back problem must be suffering from TMS instead. But my goal is to simply broaden the conversation and share my thoughts on the topic because it may help people. I understand that time is everything for professional athletes you need to find a solution right away so that you can get on the road to recovery so that you can be back playing your sport as soon as possible. Whether a pro golfer or part of a team, a professional athlete needs that solution. Time may not allow for the exploration of something like TMS, but I do feel it's important to consider, especially when you have athletes like Tiger Woods and Ben Simmons, among others, who have recurring problems. For me personally, I was told that I needed external interventions to to recover, whether it be pills at the start, cortisone shots, or to the point where I was told you should get surgery. When in actuality, what helped me overcome everything I was going through was all internal work, all stuff that I could do for myself, by myself. 
It was a gradual process of knowing that I beat this. But in my head, I confirmed that I was beating it by having another great workout on that second day back in the gym. Once again, zero pain, and it was even more exciting given the fact that this was a back workout. The best part of getting back into the lifting weights is that after I worked out, I would feel zero pain the rest of the day. In the mornings, I would feel a little discomfort, but once I went to the gym, I'd be good for the rest of the day. There was still some stuff though that I needed to get better at, and there were still some exercises that I couldn't do because I, because I would feel pain. The thing that needed to improve the most was bending over. No surprise since this was the thing that I struggled with the most since day one. It definitely was better but still needed a lot of work. Because of this, any exercise like barbell rows, bent over rows, uh, T-bar rows, I stayed away from. For legs, I stayed away from RDLs, leg press, leg extensions. Having my legs fully extended was still a challenge and caused some pain. The days that I didn't work out, I would feel more pain and discomfort than the days that I did. But it was still manageable. And I honestly, I didn't care about this stuff because there was so much that did improve. Pain reduced a ton, back to fully working out, able to do 85 to 90% of the exercises that I wanted to do, and thankfully back to school full time for the final months of senior year of college. There was so much to be grateful for. While I was finally back at school, I actually did have to go back home though the following week for Easter. No part of me wanted to because I wanted to spend as much time up at school as I could. But I was excited to see my family so that they could see how much better I was doing. And it actually felt kind of weird being back home. For the past five months, I was always in pain when I was in my house. Not moving around well, eating meals standing up because it would hurt to sit down at the kitchen table, lying on the floor the entire time to relax rather than sitting on the couch, and leaving things out on the table so that I wouldn't have to bend over to get them in a drawer. For those five months, my house was directly associated with pain. But now that it all disappeared. It was a special feeling eating meals at the kitchen table again and watching TV on the couch. Such simple things that I would take for granted were now massive milestones. On April 5th, 2021, I returned to school for the final stretch. I could spend the final two months uninterrupted, get back into my regular routine, and thankfully no more driving up and down from school. Something really interesting happened on that drive up to school though. I started feeling a good amount of pain and my leg was starting to tingle. Something that I learned from the book was that when you feel pain, talk to your brain and tell it you know what it's trying to do. You know that the pain is harmless and that your mind is trying to play games with you and keep it in its previous position. Well that tip came in real clutch in the moment. I was driving up, pain was starting to get to me. And I just said bluntly, stop this. We're done with this. 
We're not doing this anymore. I'm not playing your game anymore. I know what you're trying to do and I'm not going to let you do it anymore. Take your life back. And right after I said, take your life back, the pain went away. It was an incredible feeling. In that moment, I realized how much power and control I had over my mind and body. For the past seven months, it was the exact opposite. I realized that if your mind can completely control you, if your mind can completely take over, well, the exact opposite must be true too. You can get to a point in your life where you completely control your mind. You can completely take over your mind and have it work for you and your body's best interest. It was moments like these that made this whole experience so special and gratifying. Now that it felt like this whole thing was somewhat behind me, I thought, you know what? Maybe it wasn't such a bad thing that this all happened. Maybe this was actually a good thing. Maybe I needed this. Now that it is completely behind me, I full-heartedly believe that. While there were so many special moments like this that I can look back on with pride and appreciation for everything that I went through, they all fail in comparison to what I experienced one Sunday in mid-April. In previous episodes, I've talked about how this was a mental, emotional, and spiritual journey as much as it was physical. And I really felt the spiritual component on this Sunday in mid-April. I went to a small Catholic college called Holy Cross in Massachusetts. There was a chapel on campus where you could go to Mass. I really wasn't going to church that much when I was right in the middle of all this, but I knew that when I got better, I wanted to get back into the routine of going. And I'm glad that I did. I was sitting on the hard wooden pew in Mass on that Sunday, and it was really uncomfortable. My leg was hurting, and I started feeling some really bad pain when I would stand up. I tried not focusing on it, but it was getting the better of me. I tried talking it through like I did in the car, but it was, wasn't working. And then things took a massive turn. It was towards the end of Mass, and it was at the point right before receiving the Eucharist, where everyone's kneeling down, and we all say together, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. And as I'm kneeling there, and as soon as I said those words, the pain in my leg disappeared. It didn't just feel like the pain in the moment went away. This was a much bigger feeling. It felt much greater than when, when the pain went away in the car. This felt like seven months of pain and stress completely released from my body in that one moment. This massive weight just taken off my shoulders. It was pure peace, pure stillness. Just not having to feel anything else.
Just not having to think of anything else. But being in the moment. For the past seven months, I was incapable of being in the moment. My mind and body were always preoccupied with the pain and stress that I was feeling. But now that was gone. In a previous episode, I talked about how I do believe in a higher power. And I would tell myself, there's a reason why God wants you to feel this pain. There's a reason. I don't know what that reason is, but there's a reason. So let yourself feel this pain. I would always remind myself of this throughout the entire journey. When things were the hardest, there's got to be a reason. When the pain was the worst, there's got to be a reason. The days where I thought I would never get better and only get worse, there's got to be a reason. Well, as I was in that church kneeling down, and as I said those words, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. I found out what that reason was. God wanted me to go through all that pain, all that stress, all that fear, and all that suffering so that I could feel the beauty and power in that moment. It honestly felt like God was right by my side talking to me. And he said, well done, my son. Thank you for sticking to my plan. Thank you for having faith in me. I needed to be absolutely broken down and beaten up physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually so that I could find out who I truly was. And now that I've found that person, I've never been prouder. The way I see it, those seven months were the absolute worst thing that ever happened to me in the short term. But in the long term, those are the absolute best seven months of my entire life and nothing comes close. So if you're going through something, if you feel like you are currently in the phase of being broken down, if you feel like you don't know how you'll get past what you're going through, I hope you're able to use this story as a testament to see how much good can come from so much bad. Alright, this is the end of the story. This is all I got. I remember there was a day when I was lying down on the floor in my bedroom. It was shortly after I found out my MRI results and I had started physical therapy. I was in a lot of pain and had no idea how challenging the journey I was about to embark upon would be. But I just told myself, this is gonna be a hell of a story. And now I'm proud that I was able to share that full story with you today. I hope you found this whole story as fulfilling and beneficial as I do. If you have any questions or would like to talk to me about anything, the easiest way would be to message me on Instagram at jim.doyle. Keep grinding, baby.